the Solution of Real Estate Podcast, where Jeff Seabach and Phil Sexton. I, I'm Phil. He's Jeff, just in case that was confusing to our listeners. Yeah. Come together with mics between us to talk about the real estate industry, the real estate market, and building a business. And today, I mean, as you guys know that have been listening, we're in season six, which is brought to you by Agent Truth. Agenttruth.com, where agents go to grow. Right. Are you going with the big reveal, Phil? This is, I think this is the episode that we want to break it down a little bit more for them. Like, yes. what the, what the what, what the is what? Agent Truth? Yeah. Agent Truth is, um, you know, there's just so much of everything in real estate. Everybody's an expert and everybody's great at this and, you know, and the world is changing really, really quickly. Right, like the last time the interest rates rose three percent in my twenty years was never, and the last time it grew one up by one percent, inventory grew a lot. But what we need in today's marketplace is a plan to help people become worth more money, Phil. Yes, and that's what today's episode is about: is the Agent Truth game plan. So Agent Truth, I mean, that's the the website that we've launched in order to share our coaching materials with the world. Right. Right. So what we have done to to build our team, what we have done to build our net worth, we now share publicly with everybody to learn from us that want to get into the real estate industry or get out of the real estate industry. And what it is, is I think that it helps people because we do we do business plans. We do one year, we do three year, we do five year planning. So I wanted to put together a, um, you know, I think that people need a zero to uh, five million net worth plan, right? Like if they're going to spend 10 years with us, right? Or hopefully you can do it in five years or whatever it is. It's taken us much longer. I mean, you know, as we start this, you know, I made my first purchase in 2003. You made your first purchase when? 2007. 2007. What a great time to buy a house, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Said but, no but, one but, ever. but the idea is just how we can help people replicate what we've, what we've done, right? Like you're doing it faster than I did it because you're making improvements. And I thought if we put a plan together for everybody that they could follow, know where we're going, they can stop the squirrel stuff, right? Like the whole idea when I talk to agents is that they're not committed. Like, 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 I'm like, is it because you don't have a plan? You don't like, because like, what do you need to get committed? You need to know where you're going, right? But, and then you need to know, are you up to snuff or not? So I kind of want, you know, we're going to lay it out today for them. Right, because this plan is basically how you can leverage real estate in order to become a millionaire. Right. And the reality is we can help our agents that we work with or our audience, if you will, have a $5 million net worth in a 10-year span. Yeah, I mean, I guess maybe I'm just a cranky old team leader that's tired of interviewing agents that rent. Because, like, I don't understand, and I feel, I don't know, like I'm not doing a good enough job if my my all of my realtors and all my coaching clients don't own real estate because of the wealth-delivering vehicle it was for me and you. Fair. I. It's funny. It's probably why our last guest, Michael Banavac, when he said, more people, people don't earn their way to become a millionaire. They invest their way to become a millionaire. And that's and broken. That, that's, I, no, that's not broken. That kind of stuck No, it's for me. broken that they're not 
earning their way because that's when you truly appreciate and level up. It's easier to be in the position we are now of the mindset of abundance of how we want to share because you, 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 yeah, go ahead. No, you're good. It's like, like step one for us was let's figure out how to sell real estate to earn income. Yeah. I mean, ultimately that's the, the, because it's kind of, it can be kind of binary, right? There's just some people where selling real estate is not something they just ever want to do, right? Like, I mean, tell me over the years when we had team people, right? Let's not focus on the negative ones. Let's focus on the positive ones. But we're looking out people that want to sell real estate, learn how to rent houses, learn how to buy some real estate, buy a second real estate, get, you know, develop a team. We're, we're trying to give you the, the whole plan. Yeah, it's funny because nobody gave us the plan. But how did we get the idea that this was the game? We is got- because we got exposure to these old school players in the business that didn't look like they worked very hard. Well, but it's hard, Phil, because you know that we've learned over time that agents like to hide their secrets behind big words. Fair. Like marketing. Yes, or right. Technology, right? Or or they say yeah. they were successful at one thing when they're successful at another, and that what we've learned after interviewing literally thousands of agents, we've interviewed agents that, you know, uh, I mean, we've inter- interviewed more agents that sold less than fifty thousand, but we've interviewed you know a couple hundred that made. Uh, 300 plus GCI, 500 plus GCI, a million GCI, 2 million GCI. We have conversations with people that are, that, that are making, you know, 10 million GCI. I mean, like we know these people, right? Like, so it's more of someone to, to pull it together to China and just give people um, something they can buy into, right? Because right? it's not a, we're never going to be able to give away a guarantee, but it's what we've done and it continues to work. So we're just going to share it. Yeah. I had um, this one conversation and I don't remember, we were down in the Southeast Valley and he had invited me to talk about technology or something on a real estate panel. And it was an old school player in the game. I should even tell you, I mean, his name, his name was John. He was, um, used to be the designated broker for realty executives, pretty well-known guy in the Valley. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to me about his um, plan to buy a house a year while he was selling real estate. And that was like a life changer for me. When was that? That was probably... Wow, you like got right into it. I, I, you shocked me there. Like we were all talking up and now you're like... No, where? I'm talking about these old school players. Like that's You're saying where we learned it from. Where we okay. learned it from. Like we we have... I mean, when you've got um, that other guy named Phil, you got John, you got like all these I, I, different I, 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 people I, in the I office. I want to give Phil Homer credit, right? Like Phil Homer was... Someone that was in the office, there was a group of four or six guys that we, that I um, secretly hated. I don't know how you say that. No, jealous is what, the right word. Envious, I think, is the polite okay, way to right. say it. I was, I was upset because... No, I was envious. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes. All right. This is Jeff C. Bob. I know. I, 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 <laughs> I was frustrated because I was working and every three days, every other day, they seemed to come back in in their golf attire and they had an office and I had an office and they had someone working for them and I had someone working for them. And they did, the only way that they sweated was because it was hot on the golf course. 
where I was busting the tail to what seemed that we were making about the same. I mean, their car was nice as if, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Those guys followed the millionaire next door, right? Like, oh, I the think millionaire the, real estate agent? Yeah. No, so no, the Gary Keller's book? no, no. The millionaire next door. Got it. Is just because that's part of our game plan is that you have to learn to live on less than you earn. Right. Right. Like you, you know, you have to have to have a millionaire's mindset is, you know, I mean, what a great time to launch this coming out of a recession. But understanding that your income must exceed your expenses because you still got to pay taxes and then you need to save money. But the first step is some for a lot of people is just getting rid of that credit card debt. We're going to have to dig in there. Right. Like we're going to have to peep big to me. We want to be naming people because we want to help them buy, you know, buy what? Their first house. Right. Right? Like, the reason we're in real estate is to own real estate. I think that the, the, the biggest thing we want to get out there is just the discovery that we've had about real estate. Right? Like, I one I guess the thing that bugs me the most, and it shouldn't because uh, I love my lenders, but I see people refinance a lot. And to me, you know, sometimes I see mm. their, their number... Um, got, like what they owed in the house goes up, not down. And that I want to talk to, to give people a plan that they can execute because you make, it seems, or I don't know, I just think we make more money on rental properties after you own it for seven or 10 years because the amortization schedule then flips to advantage you where now you have a tenant that's paying off of your house Right, and then covering your taxes too because you're making money. But then at the end, whatever you paid when you sell that house, there's no taxes on. You know, I mean, let's say if you buy, you know, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, I, can I can yeah. I help tell you rephrase what you just said? Sure. Usually that's how it works. So I mean, like one of these, uh, one of the pro- if you can spend, let's say that you have a thirty thousand dollar down payment on a three hundred thousand dollar house. Right, like this, and you have a tenant in place of this property, and the tenant pays you rent, which covers your principal and interest taxes and uh, impound, whatever. I can't remember now. PITI. Well, I actually principal it, interest it, it, taxes it, yeah. insurance it, principal it, interest taxes insurance payments. Right, right. So the tenant pays off that mortgage, and let's say that you've owned the house now thirty years, and that house is now paid off, and you sell the house for. Let's just say that it didn't that it didn't appreciate at all. Your initial investment was how much? Thirty thousand, and it's a three hundred thousand dollar house. And when you sell it, you get how much into your pocket? Three hundred thousand tax free plus any appreciation. Tax free for that what you whatever you paid for that property that you didn't. You just paid the down payment, and then the tenant paid yeah. all that off. So you get that first three hundred thousand dollars is tax free. Now, of course, that's just not realistic in our world. It seems like these property values are probably going to change over a thirty year span, up, not down. Well, that's the thing is, is we want. Has there ever been a thirty-year span where property values are lower, not no, higher? No, that's why I right. said I don't. I, we know we can't guarantee it, but the reality is, is if you have the long-term mindset of owning it for twenty or thirty years, that the house is going to be worth it for sure. It's a set it and forget it kind of plan. It's a a passive income plan. It's yeah. a build my business, build my wealth plan. Like it's it's all of these things. But at the end, you're not sitting with a big tax bill either, right? Right. Fair. The other thing, I mean, you pay it along the way on the income. But isn't it great that you can make income and then not pay taxes on? I mean, it, it, well, one of the things about real estate that makes so much sense for real estate agents 
to invest in real estate is because in the event that you have any losses on that property, it you can take that loss. I mean, talk to your accountant. I'm not an accountant, but I'm pretty sure that you can count that as losses for your business because you're in the real estate business. Right. If you work in real estate, but that's kind of the inside baseball thing, but it's really the pluses and minus that add up to more equity in your bank account longer and you need to pay attention to them but it might be part of the plan as well i mean no the plan to me is it's funny because we talk so much about how to make it in real estate and not enough about how to get out of real estate and this plan is the first time that i have seen here is how to get out of real estate not necessarily get in because you when you get in with the end in mind it's easier to stay focused. It's easier to not let your inco- your expenses exceed your income because you know in order to get from step one to step two, you've got to be able to save a down payment. Yeah, I mean, it's hard because you talked about in and out and in and out and all of a sudden I'm hungry for a cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, then you double-double it and no, you get but another I, one. <laughs> but one of the things I was thinking about is, is you, how you can get in of it in it to get out of it is by being more focused when you're in it. Yeah. Right? Like I think that people watch too many uh, late night TV shows where they got all like there's just lots of promotion about real estate scams and all that stuff. And this is just a simple get in the business, right? Own, work the business. Work the years. business. Well, I mean, the thing is, is you because 20 years, I mean, to me, it's 10. I mean, ideally, I think by after you own the house for 10 years. So I own a house that I bought what what I thought was the worst time ever until you told me when you bought. (laughs) (laughs) Uh I'm here for it. Like, kind of let's get through this. So the idea was because I didn't have a game plan when I got started. I was I borrowed money from my uh, ex-wife's mom at the time for the down payment we did a three percent so actually i i bought the house no money down phil yeah right but i bought the house and then i made 16 percent. phil i made twenty three thousand, and i was so happy you were rich i was rich because i actually had a plus equity feeling at that moment the first time in my life i had a wow I own 20, like a sliver, like it was just, it was a beautiful day. But then I, I took that because it was a, I had a 5% loan to buy the, the Greyhawk house. And then, so you th- reinvested that gain into your next house. Right. I didn't realize though, and this is why we want to give the game plan out to people is, and we're going to just, you know, if you haven't gotten this, we are going to be releasing the official agent truth game plan. We're hoping to take this all the way, right? Like, I don't know if we're going to be sending out game pieces like McDonald's used to do when I was a kid or we're going to go treasure where they're going to have plastic pieces. I don't know how it's going to get, but we're going to try and make this fun because now we know you can start to forget about everything else. If you follow our plan, you don't have to worry about the other stuff. We're going to supply all the pieces so that you can get to, I mean, if you're worth $5 million in 10 years, are you going to be pissed? I doubt it. I hope not. Yeah, some I, people would be. 
Of course, because everybody wants. Yeah, gotta, but not the people. Right, not right. our audience. Right, and it's not a guarantee, but it's but 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 we're doing it, so I think that you can do it too, and so come along and learn. And you know, um, your your long term mindset that you had. It's funny because the house that I bought, my first house, right? Like, I've, I feel like a lot of real estate investors get started by buying themselves a place to live. They you we used to now it's everybody wants to flip and everybody's trying to like like. Everybody's trying to turn a quick buck, and that's I haven't. I don't see. I'm betting in three years we're not going to see those guys around bragging about their money, but we're going to be bragging about ours. Not we're we'll bragging, but I mean we're not going to change our net worth. But sorry, go ahead. Continue. No, I am um, buy a house. Like the best deal you can get on an investment property is when you're an owner occupant. When you buy it not as an investment property, when you buy it as a personal residence, and so if you can buy as a personal residence every time you want an investment property you then make more money not less yes no i mean for sure 2007 this is what my wife and i were renting at 56th street and bellows a two-story townhouse las hadas it was called i tried to buy the apartment from the owner because it was 2007 and she said no and three years later, you know she was kicking herself because that market went like this. But anyway, we bought a house, single-family house. Uh, 2007, you buy your first house, single-family house, and where is it? It's at, it's in North Phoenix. Okay. It is um, Cave Creek and Pinnacle Peak. So 1,743 square, 7, square feet, four bedrooms, two bath, pool on like a 6,000 square foot. You and Laura and one child? Two? No, no kids no at the time. No kids at the time. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Laura and I and a dog. Right. Laura and a dog? 2007, we buy the house for right around $300,000. Did you, and then, hold on, hold on. Did you, know you earn the down payment? Did you borrow the down payment? How did you get your first house? Did you borrow it from mom? The down payment I was borrowed mine from mom. I'm yeah, just saying. No, you, mine was a little bit different. Mine was a, um, it was a combination of a college graduate gift with some inheritance of a grandparent that passed away. And nice. So, you were yeah. born well. I was born. I, <laughs> fair. You had people to get, I'm just yeah, teasing. When my, you, but no, yeah, but when no. my when uh, my grandma passed away and she left us a little, I was so excited that I could like buy a house. But it was a lot because it w- it could get you a house. It was a lot in my world. Right. Absolutely, it was a lot. Right. I mean, like our down payment on that property, we what was maybe twenty five grand, something like that. Yeah. Like 30 no, I grand. was just talking about it's it. You know, the difficult thing is going from um, living in an apartment overpaying for that apartment because then you can't catch up enough to save enough money, right? Like that's the rat race that people get sucked into is because they live where they want to live, but unfortunately it's too expensive. And then all of a sudden they create more expenses around that. But just being, you know, to me, it's just trying to change mindsets at, at every level of, you know, because you have to save money. If you don't have someone that's going to give you 25 or 50 of what you need, or you don't have a friend or a mentor or anyone else, then you got to, if you can't get it from a parent, you have to save it. Right. Right? Like, you have to save You have that. to be disciplined. Yes. Yes. So, and, and, you know, in 2007, we bought that house, and I had some other friends that had bought houses around that time as well. And I think it was like 2000 and either 9 or 10... When um, my friends that had bought the same time I did were, bra- I'll never forget the time that my buddy, he told me that he made $150,000 that day. And I was like, how did you make $150,000? He goes, because I just short sold my house and they forgave that much of the debt. I didn't have to pay that back. 
I mean, it and bugs I was me. like, yeah. oh god, that's not really. I don't view that as making one hundred fifty thousand that day. And here I am, stupid. I'm still paying my mortgage for this house that's worth half of what I bought it for. Damn it! And I was like, whatever. This is where I live. This is where I'm paying like my rent. I'm sorry, my mortgage payment was what I considered my rent payment. The only difference was it wasn't going down or up. It was staying well, the same, the and I could afford that house. So I stupidly held it, is what I thought at the time. But you know what? The long-term mindset. I knew that people that owned real estate are the ones I was trying to mimic. The ones that didn't seem like they had to work very hard all seemed to have equity, assets, not just income from trading their time for money, if that makes sense. Like yes. the residential sales commissions. But anyway, I held that house and I still own that house today, Seabock. You know what it's worth? Of course you do. You're a fucking market expert. But sorry for the F bomb. For everybody else. I'm like, I might. I know. I know. <laughs> like, hold on, let me think a like, little. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not trying to say that the online valuation tools are all accurate because I know they aren't. But they get you in the close enough range. That property now, grand, yeah. that property now, six hundred grand. Nice. So I paid whatever my down payment was, twenty five or thirty grand at the time. Thirty thousand dollars is what I paid for that house, right? I lived in it, so it doesn't matter. When you live in a rental apartment, it's not like you view like you just have to pay to live somewhere. I paid to live at that property, and then in two thousand and thirteen, I moved out. I, I think that might be our model because that just those maths. Are, are easy to calculate. So now I have tenants that are paying that rental, that they're paying that house off, right? That I put $30,000 into. Now, if I sold it tomorrow, I mean, I'm not going to because this is a long play, right? I want that to, right now it's 2000 bucks a month. It's going to go to 4,000 bucks a month at some point. And as I, there's no way that I can retire if I just have no money coming in. I have to have money coming in that I don't have to trade my time for. And that's how I view these rental properties. All right. So you said you paid just under three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand for it. I think okay. it was like three hundred. It was like three fourteen, but I got commission. But so. I'm more of like you know, I mean, to me, it's worth six hundred. I mean, by the time you sell it, maybe it's worth nine hundred or whatever. If I but sell even, it, even no, I just meant yeah. at some point you'll sell it. Or no, I'm sorry. When Oscar sells it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right, or David, yeah. or or. or I, or my other one. Yeah, I was going to say your daughter, <laughs> and now I, I saw the picture of your wife in training last night. But I, yeah, Hazel. All right, but you, but why this program works and why it's really simple is on a thirty thousand dollar investment, you're now generating how much income? Uh, my tenant just paid me twenty four grand for the year. And what's the what's the what's the interest on that? For oh, I pay for that house. I probably pay fifteen hundred bucks a month. Is um, like 30, yeah, so I make bucks. I make about six grand a year at clear on that okay, property. Right. Assuming nothing comes up. Right. So and you answer But I don't look at that property. I'm not trying to I, live off I of that. I know, but right I just now. want to show people how quickly it adds up. Is yeah. the point is is because there's a thing called time and when you're not managed something other than let's call it three calls a year. Fair. Right? When you're an agent and you know how to rent the property and you're allowed, because you're allowed to property manage your own properties under uh, three or whatever it is. Um, you're allowed to manage all of your properties when you're an agent. It's not yeah, illegal. Yeah. But my point is, is that um, the time, I'm going to call that passive income because you're only, because you're in the, both. It's the passive income and it's equity, right? But, if you're If you're talking about the rich dad, poor dad. No, I was more trying to get to, you invested 30,000. Now at least you're going to have... 
because we know that properties might go down a little bit. By the time you sell it, you're looking at at least 600 in the future. I'm just saying on that math, just using okay. 600 is that means that you made 300 of taxable gain, right? Or you made 300 here and you made you technically, you're also going to make the value of that house. That's why I'm saying is you turned 30, 20 times, right? You're going to, 20x at the end you're 20x and i bought it at what people consider a bad time i would consider that a worst time ever <laughs> yeah 2007 no, no, but the I, market crashed right well, after that the thing was is i bought one in it was 2006 18 no oh, 28 so no, 2008 2008 i bought yeah. williams i was thinking is i think it was march 2008 so not as bad as your time and you still own it <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but the thing was is i regretted keeping that house uh-huh yeah it because all the didn't you have an interest only note though like you you made oh, I, you I, made I, I, you oh, made oh, it oh, oh, no no uh, well right no yes exactly wow there's a lot of yeses and nos there uh, yes, I had an interest only. Yes, I refinanced out of it. That was where I had to make the decision because even my accountant's like, you should just mail this in. We could use all the tax appreciation for all that stuff. But I was committed and still committed to owning stuff for a long so, you know, I mean, to me, it's my retirement plan. Exactly. Right? Like, it this is, is how we. Get out of this business. Right. This is how, like I said, getting in to get out because it actually delivers you getting out the better you do at your job. Yeah. Right? Like the better. Yeah. But to me, that house, I bought it for uh, 400 at the top of the market. It was worth about 175 But I got what I thought was the greatest thing ever. I got a call from Kara and she's like, I would like to rent your house for the next 10 years. And I was like. I like wanted to kiss her. Like yeah. I thought that was the greatest thing ever, right? Like because I learned one of the things in here is that, um, you know, turning over properties is expensive, right? Yeah. Because when they yeah. move out, then you got to paint it and all that stuff, and then you have to re-rent it, and there's an empty. But just those are the things that we want to share, right? Because yeah. those are things that make the difference or not. Because I ended up holding that house. I got it refinanced once I made it. But I, yes, I bought a wrong mortgage. And I, I mean, I made such. But it, I, I bought I two of them. I actually, I bought one in 06 that had an interest only mortgage. And I was negative am. I'll tell this now because I'm wealthy and I never wanted to tell anybody. I was dumber than shit. I fell into the prey of. I should buy the house because one of the principles that I'm going to say is that unless you can buy it on a fixed mortgage that's more than or that's less than what you can rent it less for. than what you can rent it for, you shouldn't buy it because right. anything I bought that didn't meet those criteria is I ended up paying twice as much because I was on a negative AM loan for a house. And I was paying a thousand because rent was rents were dropping at the time in 2007. And I was getting a thousand dollars less than my payment, and in the first year I owned it, it was up seventy five thousand because I bought it for seven hundred. It was worth seven seventy five, and then the market swung just like it did today, and or it had begun to swing. I actually thought it was gonna 
only make that initial downswing, right? Like we thought that 708, that it wasn't going lower because we didn't understand how bad it was going to be. Kind of like, I don't know, maybe Bitcoin's that way now. We don't know, right? Bitcoin looks like a pretty heavy investment. But that negative AM was costing me and then I sold it. I bought it for uh, seven. I lost $110,000 in two years. And it still stings. And that was I don't even 15 like years ago. Yes. I know. You're squirming more uh, now when you're talking about it. <laughs> well, right? He's normally like cool, well, calm, well, collected. And now I, he's I like, mean, and I lost. Well, no. But the thing is, is it, it's, it's weird to think is, but you get better at buying houses too. Yeah. Right? Like the yeah. experience of buying houses. And like now I've purchased more than 10 of them or so. Um, you know, you just have to learn to, because you... The thing is, when you're an early investor, you're just you just want to buy stuff. Can um, I talk more about Please. kind of the, what the goal of the game plan is? Okay, sure. Right, because obviously we've gotten our bumps and bruises along the way. I was just pointing out that we're going to share these failures with them so that they but there's it's reasons not, be why we have the principles that we have. And it's not just bumps and bruises on how to make money in real estate selling houses because obviously that is a huge factor that funds the, the ability to invest in properties. But it's also the bumps and bruises that we got from investing in properties as well, right? Well, the thing is, is it helps you so much on both sides, right? Like yes. uh, doing that okay. actually helps you get more clients, does it not? You're able of to talk to people does. about all those situations. But in the game plan, when we're able to help our students, right, or our, our members of the age of Agent Truth follow this game plan themselves, there's a reason why having a team helps you with your investments. Because yes. when you can figure out a scalable model of generating business, right? And then you can have these dials where can you I can just add something real quick because it's not it obvious. Their team, not our Your team. team. Right, yeah, right. right. Like, we're going to help them develop their team so they have a team to help them manage their property. Step Sorry. one, figure out how to generate business. Step two, make sure that it's scalable so that you can turn up the dials and you can get other people to help with help you with that. That once that can happen, then you have people around here like a listings manager, a transaction coordinator, marketing people that are on your team to help with your real estate business. Yeah. But they can also, hint, hint, wink, wink, help you with your properties as well. I was just because I don't think we've ever made the announcement before that we're looking to bring on teams to age in truth without joining the CBOC team. Because whenever we have talked about team in the past, and I just wanted to make that because if anyone's a longtime listener, we're no longer asking people to join our team to receive the coaching, right? right? Like we're giving it away for free. And I just want sorry to interrupt you. I want to no, get please. to what you're saying is, is because we're looking to help them build their team that can support them because that's what being a true entrepreneur is, is learning to make money while you sleep. And other people are doing a lot of the pieces that you can um, become yes. a business owner, right? Like to me, you're an owner, I'm an owner. And that adds to the wealth building process, right? It adds to the story. You know, and it's a successful one that people can repeat as long as they start to stop turning off the this and that and what about this and like the curiosity I, it's okay to have it but it leads people down really bad paths back to me talking to John and
and he says that his goal is to buy a house a year. I thought, well, that sounds like a fantastic goal. But how the heck am I going to buy a house a year? Right? Yeah, like, it, 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 like that seems so far-fetched. But it's, but it's stuck in my head. And it's amazing. It's amazing when you focus on things, how, how pieces fall into place. But I'm not going down the secret. That's not what this point is. When I started to question him on those opportunities, and he looked at me with a, a good look on his face, and he said, you know, sometimes when you're generating business and you're marketing yourself with a scalable team, you don't always have to, sometimes you can take advantage of the opportunities that you come across. And I thought, aha, there it is. Excuse me. There it is. Is it's not always like this crazy big, how can I win this listing appointment? Sometimes in your business of making money, helping people buy and sell houses, you can help yourself retire. Well, I mean, it, by buying the yes, house, yes, right. Like it's well, like it can come from a few different ways. I mean, but with that said, I mean, I was around the same people, and I heard that, and I didn't hear that. Yeah, right. Like I did that. I didn't catch that. I don't know why I didn't catch that. They probably said it to me too, because that's how uh, wealthy people say things: is they just say them. Yeah. And there's there's no pomp and circumstance. There's no TikTok show. There's no Instagram blast. They just uh, tell you stuff, and you didn't know that that was the advice that you were supposed to listen to the most. Why we're coming out with the game plan, so they know that if they want to do this, this is the advice that they need to take. Because the, so then uh, let's see. But the advice of buying a house a year. So well, that was my one two. So the first house I bought was just 2007. Already talked about 2013. I bought another house. And then in 20, I think it was 18, I bought uh, my second, it was like a pure investment buy. I didn't, wasn't going to move into it, right? I just knew that I wanted to invest in another property that year. And so, you know what house I ended up, you know how I found that house? I want to say coming soon in MLS. <laughs> no, I said to our team members, I'm, I'm looking for a property. If anybody has anything, let me know. And a guy goes, you know, a client, one of our agents at the time said, a client just called me yesterday. He's got a tenant in place and he wants to sell his house. Yeah. And I said, let me talk to him. I and remember I that was a house. shit show. It was. <laughs> That's the it way was. I remember it. You want to know why? Why was it a shit show? Because he had a $40,000 solar lease liability that he didn't think mattered to the value of the house. What do you mean why disclose that? And I'm like, mm, sorry, I expect a $40,000 reduction mm. in price because I'm taking on both of these liabilities, the house and the solar, not just one. And so it was a shit show of a negotiation, but I still bought that house four years ago and you know I'm sitting happy right now. Yeah, I forgot that you bought that house. Actually, no, but the, but the thing is, is the key is as long as you're able to rent it, it the thing is, is I'm I, saying inside deals help. Like it's not even there was an inside deal. I just had a conversation. No, that the reality you, is, is the more houses you sell, you just catch people at times when they need you more than. Okay. So then the next house that I bought was actually a partnership with you. It was in 2020. Right? And where, well, she where? turned in the, in the and room and said, Jeff, why don't you just buy it? And I'm like, okay, well, what, what, what do you want? And she's like, I got this offer from Open Door. Will you match it? I'm like, I'll even give you a couple grand more. And she said, okay. And that's how we own that house. Right. And then the other house, and then the, the other house that we bought last year, how did we come across that one? Uh, people from past our Past client net, called yeah, us and says, client. hey, will you help us with them? Like, right. The idea that you can, 
you work hard in this business to figure out how to earn commissions to support yourself, but then those turn into opportunities that you can invest in. I mean, like our game plan, <clears throat> the game plan is solid yes. and it's proven and it's not like we made it up. We're just writing it all down. Right, and then we're giving it to them, and we're going to help them through it. Whether they're uh, as they, if they want to just be a part of Agent Truth, it's why we're going to put together with Agent Truth an accountability plan with it. You right? and like, I are each to, other's accountability partners. Uh, well, and we, I think that we under talk about that. And you're right. We don't. We don't. We don't talk to our audience about who is who. Do you have to look at in the face tomorrow? And them wonder if you're doing what you told them you were going to do. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, you know what the steps need to be in order to get to the next level. It's not like we're coming out with magic potion. It's not magic potion. It's, are you doing what you know you need to do? Yeah. Or maybe you just need the accountability of somebody to be there to say, well, you were going to send three text messages to your sphere, but you only sent one. Like, yeah. you know what happened there? And and I think it's also I'm hoping this will help people is I at least look like I'm 35. <laughs> right? No, meaning we're not we're not super it's not like we're like it took 30 years to earn it, right? Like this this has happened during the prime of our lives like they want to make it or like it's 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 a it's a beautiful plan because it's achievable. It's <laughs> no no, but I mean it, it's something that anyone can do. I mean you know, like we started broke, right? Like it's not that we're. I mean, maybe your 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 grandmother gave you twenty five thousand dollars, right? Not twenty five million, right? Like 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 there's a big difference between generations. But you know, I mean, it's just ha- exciting to be able to help people. I'm hoping to to. But this is why we're gonna have to provide the accountability. I mean, eventually we teach people how to find their own partner, but. <clears throat> In Agent Truth, along this, we're going to provide, we're going to help people set up with other accountability partners because I think the challenge about the accountability partner is they have to be on the same path. Well, right? Like, doesn't it help? Not, like, uh, I mean, it's hard when you're trying to do something that not. So it's why we want to start matching people up inside the program in that are around their size. I mean, obviously, it's going to take time to develop this. But to try and give them feedback and maybe we'll partner with them initially until we get them a partner. But in trying to provide the accountability that people need because they kind of, you know, I mean, it's the moments that we talked about in the last team meeting of Darren Hardy and Tim Porthouse and Todd Booksman and those principles of knowing that sometimes you just need to lean in more. Yeah. And people just don't, right? Like to me... I think the world has pushed people to, it's just going to come easy. And you know what? Unfortunately, it came easy. They were right. In 2019, 20, and 21, we killed it, right? Like, it came and it came in droves. But the better you were in position when that came, the better you did. Meaning, you bought that house in 2018, and you were happening in 2019, and then all of a sudden, now you're really happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They but, just thanked me because I only raised their rent 15%. Yes. They were thankful. Yes. Right. But the thing is, is it's, it's, uh, but also I think it can give them relief. Yeah. Of knowing, honey, I'm just doing what these guys did and they're still doing it. Yeah. Right. Like, like this and, is, and they're, no, but we're relatable and we're taught, I mean, we're willing to help people. I think it's going to be great. So we just need to know are you ready to, Go from zero 
to five million net worth in the next ten years, right? Like today is the day. Sign up with Agent Truth. Come get the game plan. And let's get this baby started. You know we've got team members that are closing on. Actually, we got a team member sitting across the two two doors closing down. Closing on his second house. Closing today. on his third house oh, third. on Friday. Yes. Yes. You think he's happy? Of course. Oh, dude. It's yeah. achievable, right? He got his license, what? He started selling houses two years ago. Right. In two years, he... He's now his, got three houses. Yeah, his first year, he sold almost 50 houses. The second year, he sold 78. I mean, he's leveraging the team versus uh, uh, someone that would have an assistant, but the same, same. But the, anyone that's bought three houses in two years, I mean, he was broke two years ago. Or he seemed it. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it just okay. You know, when he when he gets rid of the car he had for eight or nine or ten years, we'll say it that way. That's why it was me. You know, when I bought that first Chevy Cavalier car for seven thousand dollars when I moved here, my payment was three hundred twenty three dollars a month, and that was a bill. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, just right. moving along that chain. So, check out Agent Truth. Check out the game plan on Agent Truth. Let's get you going. Let's actually get you out of this business. Right. Whether you're on, the, whether you want to join a team, that's not the question anymore. No, this right? is just like the, where, where you are. We're going to help you grow because Agent Truth is where agents go to grow. I'm Jeff Seabach. I'm Phil Sexton. Thanks for watching, guys.